Hey everyone, Katie Elker, money coach and your host of the Financially Free Females podcast, where we talk both practical money management and money mindset so we can live more abundant lives. So today, I want to talk to you about my evening routine for abundance. Now, my husband and I have had a little bit of an evening routine for a while, but I just put in place this new evening routine a few weeks ago, and it has been a total game changer. Now, so if you don't know what an evening routine is, let me back up for a minute. So if you've never heard of an evening routine, or you just you are not sure what I'm talking about, essentially, an evening routine is something that you do every night before you go to bed. So it's pretty much exactly what it sounds like. Now, some of you probably have routines in which you brush your teeth, put on your pajamas, drink a glass of water, things like that. But you might not have what I call a mindset routine where you lay out things that you're grateful for, you know, set yourself up for, you know, essentially reflecting back on the day and setting yourself up for a successful next day. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. So to jump right in, what, uh, so I talked about what a, what a, um, a evening mindset routine is. But I want to share with you my exact routine. So first off, to take you a little bit further back, I started enacting this thing where before my husband and I drift off to sleep, we each had to say between three and five things we were grateful for that day. Now, while those are both awesome and, uh, or, you know, doing that is awesome, having both of us do that was awesome, really gets you into a state of gratitude for the day. I wanted to take it one step further, and that's what I wanted to jump on and share with you today. So a lot of you might already have like a gratitude journal where you write things that you're grateful for, or maybe you talk, you know, if you are, uh, you live alone, or if you live with someone, you talk through, you know, what you're grateful for that day or say that out loud. But this is going to take it one step further. So here's essentially what our gratitude routine looks like. And yes, I did force this upon my husband. And now, yes, he does love it. So even if you have somebody uh, that you live with and you're a little hesitant to share this with, believe me, they will probably be more accepting than you think they're going to be. So here goes. So the first thing is to go through five things that you are grateful for. So I talked about how that was essentially the first thing that I did for our our evening routine. And why is that the first thing? And um, I'm not going to label one thing as more important, but why is this the first thing that we do? Well, having an abundance mindset means that you are grateful, right, for everything that's happened and you're always looking for the good and everything. So by taking a few moments to reflect on what you're grateful for in that moment, it's really going to put things into perspective, even if you've had a really bad day or if you're in a bad mood, maybe you're like anxious or stressed before you go to bed. Having a gratitude practice, right, seeing five five things that you're grateful for is going to just immediately change your, uh, change your mindset. So that is the first thing that we do. So I'll ask my husband, what are five things you're grateful for? And when he asked them back to me, we just go through this really quickly. And honestly, it's the first five things that pop into my mind. So it might be this comfy bed I'm laying on, my dog, you, I'll be you know, talking to my husband, our daughter, and my health, whatever it may be. And a lot of times from night to night, these will be a lot of the same things. Again, it's just the things that maybe you're either most grateful for or you're just thinking about in that moment and that just come top of mind. So definitely don't overthink this. Don't overcomplicate it. 
The second thing then, which it's going to sound similar, but it's different, is three things that, and you can of course put any different number on that you want. I'm just telling you mine. So three things that you are, that made you happy during the day. So that is usually different than what you're grateful for. And at first I thought it was the same, but it's, it's not. So three experiences, activities, events that happened during the day that made you happy. So for example, if this was me, I would say that I, um, you know, maybe I was grateful for, I already listed them off, my dog, my husband, this comfy bed, my daughter, and this, you know, roof over my head, let's say. And then my three things that I'm, you know, happy about could be, I was really happy today when I was able to spend time with my daughter dancing in the kitchen. And I was really happy when we were sharing a meal that we made without any interruptions while sitting outside. And then the third one could be, I was really happy today when I was able to talk to a potential client, whatever, whatever it might be. So three things during your day that made you happy. That is the second piece. Okay, so then the third step is I ask my husband, because he usually goes first, I will ask him what a win or success he had for the day was or is. And so, again, five things you're grateful for, three things that made you happy during the day, and then the third step is one success or win that you had during the day. And why is this so important? So a lot of times, I think especially as females, we can be really hard on ourselves. We get down on ourselves. We maybe go through the whole day. I know I especially felt like this after having a child where I was like, gosh, I feel like I didn't do anything well today. I just kind of, you know, struggled through the day or things kept going wrong or things, you know, didn't go my way, whatever. And I started enacting this, like you have to find one win or one success during the day because it really, again, changes your focus. It forces you through to go back through the day and find something, whether or not you felt like something went well or not, it forces you to find something that did that you can use as your success or win for the day. So again, even if you are, you know, if you, even if you had a bad day or you felt like nothing went well, there is something and you have to find something that went well or was your win, your success, whatever you want to call it for the day. And that could be something as little as I checked this thing off of my to-do list or I made that phone call or maybe you landed a big client or a big sale or you had, you know, something really awesome happened to you at work. Maybe a client or a coworker or your boss recognized you. Right? Maybe it's just that you made dinner without burning anything. <laughs> Maybe um, right? The, the, the opportunities or the, uh, the, the options here are endless, but you have to find something. And that can honestly be the hardest part of this. But once you start doing this on a nightly routine, you will find that um, it's going to get easier and easier to find something that is successful, something that you consider to be a win. So the you just got to start somewhere and um, again, this is typically, can be typically harder for females, but I think it is just so, so important in order to force ourselves to find something that went really well, even if we felt like it wasn't that great. And then the last thing that we do for our evening routine. Okay, so fourth step is to set yourself up for the next day. So these first three steps have really been reflecting on the day that you already had, right? So 
five things that you're grateful for, three things that made you happy about the day, and you know, one success or win that you had during that day. And then the fourth one is all about the next day. And the reason why we want to think about the next day, the night before, is that our subconscious mind is the most open right before we drift off to sleep. So a lot of you guys understand subconscious versus conscious. And essentially what I, how I like to sum it up at is, is that we live in this world where we're physical beings and we see things, right? And we experience things with our senses. And that is, you know, and that's what I, um, I like to say is our conscious state of being or conscious mind. And then there's this whole like subconscious world, right? This energy, um, I don't even know how to explain it, you guys, in a way that probably makes sense on this podcast, and that's not really the purpose <laughs> of this episode. But essentially, you know, your subconscious, if you think about it, is, you know, when you're when you're dreaming or when you are trying to tap into, um, you know, using your energy or tapping into that source, if you will, that source of creativity, of abundance, of manifesting, that is what I like to refer to as your subconscious. But anyway, so there's a lot more on that, and I'm definitely not the expert. I also don't need to like fully understand things to know that they work. So if that's you, I'm sure there's places where you can find out more about that. But essentially, what I'm trying to get at is that by stating our intention the night before, we are our subconscious mind is the most open, is the most relaxed right before we drift off to sleep, right? And a lot of times, that's why when we think about things right before we go to bed, we dream about them, right? That just makes sense. So that's the same way that um, this works is that when we put it, our intention on this thing, whatever it is that we want to happen the next day, it is just so much more powerful right before we drift off to sleep, right at the end of the day. So that could be anything. Your intention could be, you know, if you are running your own business, it could be you have a certain thing that you want to do the next day, or you want to manifest some, you know, client or sale into your life. Maybe it is, um, I'll just give you an example. When I, uh, I did this to start just this piece, the intention piece a few weeks ago, my intention was always that our child would sleep through the night. And I'm not kidding you guys, she did. And she has actually ever since. Um, and I was trying to get her to sleep more than eight hours. And that first night she slept like 10. The second it was like 10 or 11. Third night it was 12. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's working. So it could be anything. It could be uh, work-related, personally related, whatever it is. It could be a, a feeling that you want to have the next day. So any of those, th- any of those things. But you want to have just one intention for the next day, whatever that might be. And don't like stress yourself out by having more than one. Just have one thing you really want to focus on and send that out into the universe. So that concludes this episode. I will do a quick recap for you here. So the evening routine that I practice, you can do this alone. You can do this with a partner. You can say it out loud. You can write it down. I know there's a lot of power to writing things down. Whatever you choose, my husband and I say it out loud to each other. And it goes like this, five things you're grateful for, three things that made you happy during the day, um, what uh, one win that you had for the day, and then your intention for the next day. So I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did, head on over to iTunes, give me a five-star review, let me know in the comments what you enjoyed most, if there's any sort of topics that you want me to touch on, anything more that you want to learn when it comes to your money, your mindset, and combining them both for a more abundant life. All right, that's all I've got, you guys. I am signing off, and I will catch you in the next episode.